Welcome back. Welcome back. It feels good to be back on Pass the Jar. Shane. Pass that thing around. How are we doing, Bubba? Oh, man. It's been a whirlwind. Oh, <laughs> This is like riding a bike, but at the same time, I kind of got like... You little jittery over there? Yeah. A little anxious? Like when our contest winner, Sterling Martin, walked in, I was like, oh, shit. Here we go. Okay, well, this is it again. <laughs> We're back. Training wheels are off. I mean, for for there for a piece, it was just you and me. Like we interviewed Everybody we interviewed was through Zoom, except for Tristan. Yeah, we did. We had to room to ourselves. <laughs> Forgot all about that. Weird. One less body heat. Yeah, we weren't having to crank the fan up nearly as much. No. I think it's just the glory coming off Sterling's hair. That's what I was going to say. You bring <laughs> you bring the heat in here, and you ain't got no choice. It's a little hot, a little hot. Sterling, welcome to Pass the Jar. You are a ride-or-die, day-one OG fan of ours. We only felt proper. We're coming back, hell on wheels. You got to be here. Definition of a long-time first-time. Thank you, thank you. There you go. Thank you, thank you. I have been a fan the entire time. Been listening to a lot of Paul Feinbaum lately, so. <laughs> Shane. Jukebox Junkies. A good run. Felt, Rush, it, but it, a good run. It was a good run. Now, listen, we accomplished a lot. I tell you what, we accomplished a lot damn more than I thought we would. Yeah, in a short span of time. So, we're going to go ahead and just get this out of the way so we can just have a good rest of the episode. All right. Okay. We're not going to name call. We're not going to say anybody's names. We're not going to say a, a company's name. Nothing like that. But we had this we agreement. Were, yeah. That our stuff will be played in a different region. Mm-hmm. So we sent them the first three episodes of Jukebox Junkies, the ones that came out all at one time. Mm-hmm. Well, bom, 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 bom. they went ghost. <laughs> Like, we never heard back from them. I don't know why. You know, so there was a little bit of sour grapes going on. And it also didn't hurt that content-wise and downloads and listens, we wasn't doing too bad. No. As a matter of fact, we weren't doing too bad because about two weeks after... Uh, our first five episodes came out, we got notified by Spotify and Apple that we had cracked their top 100 music podcasts. Like my guy Jeezy said, these things happen. So at that point, you know, we were like, okay, cool. We'll just roll with it. Yeah. You know, we don't, we don't need them. You know, we don't need to be in a different region. Apparently we're We're elsewhere. So that was cool with us. TikTok was really helping out too. Yeah. We started to generate a lot of, follows on tiktok and i think that helped our tiktok following really came through because like our demographics in the regions like it just started becoming more widespread mm-hmm. so i was like cool we're gonna ride this thing out but the longer we went on it was just like you could tell it was shane and you could definitely tell it with me it was like our hearts just weren't there it was more like, monotonous than anything yeah it was just like you know something we had to do i think we just peaked too f- too quick premature peculation yeah you yeah. have that well, you'll have that big icarito stuff just as long as you don't get none on you you know so we uh flew too close to the sun we just kind of we kind of got burnt out on it i guess because we originally this was supposed to be when we came back with jukebox junkies mm-hmm. this was when we were going to be starting it like it that was our plan but we 
I guess, like I said, it just the the motivation wasn't there, and we kind of quit doing all the research we were doing for you know country music and stuff. So we took a break, and, and it wasn't because we stopped enjoying country music. Well, no, like, and it definitely wasn't because country music wasn't giving us content. No, we had plenty <laughs> to run off of. Like we had, we had thirty episodes planned. Mm-hmm. Like it was just the fact of like our hearts weren't there, and. I just flat out told Shane, I was like, see, when we did Pass the Jar, like, I never got, like, tired of it. I got burnt out on the editing part, but. That was, was one just... big thing that came from Jukebox Junkies was us putting ourselves on that time limit. Yeah. And we're going to be able to do that here. Because mm-hmm. we've learned, man, that's a lot easier. So, it was like, what do we do now? And. Because we just kind of hit a stalemate. We're like, we'll keep putting out episodes until we're just like, you know, we're over it. And I take Shane one night, I was like, and I've been approached by several people already asking me, you know, is Pass the Jar going to come back? You know, we miss Pass the Jar. Uh, y'all were doing so much, so many good things for the community and stuff. And I'm like, well, crap. Okay, so I took it to Shane. And Shane and I actually kind of butted heads over it for a little bit. And... We finally, you know, kind of made a compromise, mm-hmm. like a married couple. A compromise. <laughs> so, we're, you know, throughout the episode, we'll kind of tell you how things are going to look from here on out. But we have, so there, there's there's why Jukebox Junkies ended and passed the jars back. More or less, y'all missed past the jar. We got bored with Jukebox Junkies because we peaked too fast. And here we are. But I'm excited. Like there was a, like I've been excited all day. Oh yeah. Like I was, I was like, oh man, we're getting back in the saddle. And then we're having Sterling on here, so it's like, okay, yes, cool. I actually That's got a uh, real drunk, sad one night and messaged Shane for about four hours about how sad I was y'all were leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Can't confirm. Great conversation though. I knew in that moment we had to get Sterling on at some point. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I feel like. Every time I talked to somebody was when I'd go out. Mm-hmm. So they're like, you know, man, I really just miss it. Like getting all up in their feelings. I'm like, well, it was just a podcast. I said that to somebody and they were like, no, it wasn't. And I was like, well, I mean, it wasn't to me, but, yeah. you know, like I get how people view things. So, you know, trying to stay humble. But it felt good. Like I've been excited all day. We hit record and like the heart rate went up according to my watch <laughs> right here. So, uh, we have some revelations though. Like life, a lot of life has happened, yeah. In, since the last episode of Passage R, but also since we ended Jukebox Junkies, because that was still almost three months ago. <sighs> Jesus, like we ain't, we have not done anything other than TikTok. Yeah, and we've been hammering that. Hey, we got almost seventeen thousand followers. Like that's pennies compared to our friend Matt Mitchell. But <laughs> yeah, we need a we need a shout out. No free shout outs. Yeah. <laughs> So, <sighs> apparently, I'll need to get in the little Debbie game. No shit. Well, they send him stuff. He's got on like a whole different level, of little Debbie. Like they'll just. Yeah, send we're him we're gonna have to hit up great value. Yeah. We're just gonna have to start doing the knockoffs. No, nah, bro. What Save a Lot's brand? I don't know, but Dollar General's is Clover Valley. Yeah, Clover yeah. Valley. Clover Valley. <laughs> Man, I don't even want to know. <laughs> so, uh, but like I said, a lot of life has happened. Uh, we'll get the sad part out of the way. As y'all know, my dad was uh, very sick with cancer, and on uh, January 22nd, he left us. 
I'm not going to sit here and cry about it. I've already done all that. But Shane loved him. He loved Shane. He loved a lot of people. He was our biggest cheerleader oh, outside yeah. of my wife. You know, he would always listen to the episodes, watch all the stupid stuff we did on video. And, uh, yeah, we're going to miss him. Oh, and, without a doubt. But he's better now, you know, depending on what you believe. You know, he ain't sick anymore either way. He ain't hurting. Yeah. But, you know, he uh, he was always there for us. He always, you know, was proud of us. So that's why this episode is called uh, Raise One for Randy. So uh, that's what we're doing tonight. But, yeah, so uh, I also want to – anybody that listens to the podcast that reached out to me, you know, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Like, I needed those. I needed that those uplifting messages and comments and everything. So, uh, you know, hey, get you a good circle because folks like Shane and my wife, you know, my brother and all my other best friends, like, they kept a check-in on me. So you need friends to do that and make sure you do that for your friends. So we got that out of the way. So – Rest in peace, Dad. We love you. This whole every episode of Pass the Jaw, we always want to raise one for you, bud. I like it. So, uh, but on the positive side, I guess. So I text Shane one night. <laughs> we ran out of stuff to watch on TV. <laughs> You'll te- love this. Yeah, Sterling's about to get kicked out. Oh of this. yeah. I text. Yeah. I text Shane one night. I said, "So I made it past season one." I said, and I actually like it because I never finished the first season of The Office. Hell yeah. Look at him over there, just (laughs) shit-eating grin. (laughs) So, now I'm on season seven. Boy's been burning them down. I'm glad I stopped myself because you did a that's what she said on that po' boy earlier, and I was about to say, you can't say that. I didn't know you've been watching The Office. I'm glad I He hit me with one the other day. I was texting him, and he hit me with a that's what she said, and I said, all right, Michael Scott. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which, to be fair, I've been throwing that joke out for ages, which it probably got, you know. They didn't originate it, but the office blew it up. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. So I can see why so many people like. But anyway, like, I I love it, but I will still say this. Parks and Rec is still superior to me just well, for emotional, okay emotional reasons. <laughs> well, no spoilers, but, like, one, super thrilled you've made it this far. <laughs> I will let you know you are about to get into the dog days of the office, though. Really? Yeah. But tough it out, it gets better. Okay, good to know. Yep. But what he calls the dog days, like like even in the fan groups, everybody's like, oh, that's the only part of the office. I love every single, like, millisecond of the office. Yeah. But the fan group as a whole, you're real close to what people say is the only not good part of the office. I'll disagree with them, just the same. I love every single damn take from I, the show. Man, I hated the first season. Like, you it's know, very it, slow, but I love dry, like just awkward moments. Exactly. That's what the entire first season is. Plus, I feel like after you finish it, you're going to go back and watch it again at some point. And then when you rewatch that first season, you're going to be like, you're going to pick up on stuff that you might have missed or just was blatantly ignoring. So, yeah. So do you have Peacock? Are you watching on Peacock? Yeah. yeah. Are you watching The Office or are you watching Super Fans? I'm watching just The Office. I'm not watching the Super Fan episodes yet. Super Fans is the exact same thing, but they leave all the deleted scenes in. And yeah. some that's what of, you some watch. of those deleted scenes are I don't know why they got cut. Yeah. Like they're a lot funnier than yeah. what the show actually is. I'll, I'll probably go back and watch those after I, I finish say, this one. That's what that's what you gotta do for your second run. 
Because, I mean, to me, Ron Swanson and Andy Dwyer are still, like, my goats. Ron Swanson, I will say, is one of the greatest characters ever in a TV show. Yeah. I will give him that. He does have one of my all-time favorite TV line, one-liners, which I guess really wasn't one line. It's a couple of lines. But the, I would work all day if it meant nothing got done. Yeah. <laughs> Never felt something yeah. <laughs> more in my life. I watched one. I wish I could remember the exact scenario, but it literally popped up today on the talk. He, uh... Somebody asked him to do something, and he was like, I'm not sure if I'm interested in doing that. Actually, I'm really sure that I'm not interested in doing that. <laughs> that in a Home Depot scene. I know, more, I know more than you. Yeah, I know more than you. Or Lowe's. I, I think it was Lowe's. Lowe's. Yeah. I think my favorite moment from him, though, is when they go to the park, <laughs> and she says that she has bacon for him in her purse, and he's like, I already ate it. And she's like, what? And he's like, yeah, I ate it on the way here. I smelled it, and it's gone, I, I, and I, I, I ate can, everything. I can, I can smell it. <laughs> I can smell it when we pulled up. <laughs> and he runs away like a pouting little kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I see, like, Ron's the best. Like, see, I, I put, which, I, I mean, it's ironic because they're both the bosses, but I put Leslie and Michael in the same basket as, like, I get why they're the main character because of where they are at, like, in the in mm-hmm. the offices. But they were, like, my still my some of my least favorite characters. Like, I love Parks and Rec, but Leslie's, like, a, the bottom of my list is favorite characters in the whole show. So you're straight up her. Leslie. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, it's just the extra extraness. I like. I don't Nailed like. That. Like I know. Like I know it's their character to be annoying, annoyingly overboard, the all the time. I agree with you with Leslie, but I disagree with Michael. See, I can't. I'm not a big fan of Michael. Like he annoys the shit out of me, dude. That's his job, though. I know it's his job, but. <laughs> And he does it well, but it's just like, God, dude, you have no idea how bad I want to say something right now that I just absolutely can't. <laughs> but I mean, like the only part where I really kind of like liked Michael, Michael was when he showed up to the art show for Pam. That was an all time Michael Scott moment. That's the one time he did get it right. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, he's hilarious. Like when he talks to his ex-girlfriend and stuff, like I love that. <laughs> but when he just like, he's just so like, he's self-absorbed and has to be in everything. Like the last one, did, were you here when we watched the episode with the church? When they christened Cece? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. I think that was the one we might have watched before one you got here. One of my favorite moments in the entirety <laughs> of The Office is in that show when Toby walks in there by himself and he's looking <laughs> at Why are you being so like, mean to me? Why are you be so mean to me? <laughs> yes. I love that. <laughs> also, what's up? Like, did, did, I, did I miss it? <laughs> I even told you that last night. I was yeah. like, dude, I couldn't stop laughing when he did oh, yeah. that. Because <laughs> he kept like back, like he'd walk in, turn around, walk out, walk in, turn around. Why you got to be so mean to me? <laughs> you know, I watched an interview. I can't remember who they interviewed. Toby was supposed to be an insignificant character and like was like, wasn't going to be anybody. He was just somebody to fill a spot. Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> and people loved the the hatred that Michael Scott had for him so much. He ended up having being a bigger part. There's also like four characters from the first season that just aren't there in yeah. season two because they were actually filming in a live office and they just used people like sitting at a desk. Yeah. Never had a name or anything <laughs> like that. They were just filler. I forgot. Did I miss why they – did he explain why he hated Toby so bad? Did yeah. I miss that? They, he ne- they never explained. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like just <laughs> – like sometimes it's funny, but sometimes you're like, damn, like dude's just sitting there doing it. It's an all-time <laughs> rivalry. Yeah. Just for the sake that I don't ruin something – what is where are you at in the office as far as what's happening? We finished the first part of a classy Christmas last night. Mm-hmm. I think that was the last one classy we watched. Christmas. Where Holly comes in while Oh yeah, that she comes back. He's on jury to, okay. Toby's on jury duty. 
Right. We watched the first part of that. Okay. So well, we then, got, then I can't tell you my, one of my favorite parts okay. there because it's after where you're at. And it ruins like a whole thing if I tell you the story. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. I feel like uh, Ed Helms, like when he's playing Andy, I feel like that's how he is in real life. You know that he yeah. actually does like tour and do music. Like yeah. He doesn't like – it's not just a funny thing he does on the office. He actually has an entire band. Yeah. Also, Kevin, hell of a golfer. Really? Oh, Yeah. Like sandbagger, like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> uh, now I do know uh, one of the. I think it was one of the episodes. No, it was when they had the Glee watch party. This is most recent. Uh, he did like the like he was gonna throw up. Ed Helms did, and it like instantly took me back to the Hangover. So naturally, I just laughed as hard as I could because yeah. you know it's like <laughs> when uh, the pig explodes in Hangover two or three. So what? Let me ask you this: What's been your favorite overall episode so far? Because I know what the answer should be. Oh God, it's when Dwight sets off the fire alarm. <sighs> great episode, not where I was hoping you'd go. No, 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 no. But to be no, fair, no, wait, which wait. episode isn't a great episode? <laughs> Dinner party is my favorite. D- yeah, there you go. That's a good one. That is a very yeah, good one. I had to think back for a second. That's that's worthy of favorite episode. Dinner party was great. One of the funniest moments of all time is when he pushes that TV into the wall. Yeah. <laughs> And you got so much room. <laughs> I can push it. <laughs> Just opens up the whole living room. <laughs> or when he loses his shit on Jen's zero dollars a year salary. <laughs> the part that Loki made me laugh the hardest though is when they walk up in like the little uh the the ottoman at the foot of the bed. He goes, "Yeah, that's where I sleep." <laughs> I love when uh. Angela is low-key, like, somewhere near my favorite character just because of, like, how much she is disgusted by everything. Yeah, she's hilarious. And uh, the part where Jen's like, I guess that makes me the devil. And then it's like, you shouldn't joke about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a good show. Oh, like, shit. I always it, – it's gotten to the point now, like, I've watched it and paid attention so much. Like, I know what lines are going to make Jim turn and look at the camera. Yeah. Get that like, face. That's yeah, my favorite guys. thing, though. Because – like obviously started watching Jack Reacher or not Jack Reacher Jack Ryan before I started this so like I'm not used to seeing John Krasinski in like a comedic role because mm-hmm. I've seen him in A Quiet Place 13 Hours 13 Hours Jack Ryan but you you experienced John Krasinski backwards yeah everybody yeah. else it was weird watching what's the military movie 13 Hours 13, 13 Hours, hours. Yeah. that one generated a great meme though because him and uh Roy are both in it, yeah. and it was like, uh, don't be like there was these a, two stick figures. Be like Jim and Roy, who had boring jobs at a paper office or a paper company, and went and became operators. Yeah. Well, there was like, a, I'm in like a lot of the Office fan groups on Facebook, and there's like there was for a while there was like these theories that leave from the Office to that movie, like how they left like left the Office and got drafted <laughs> into the war. Like it was, send me it that, was please. Funny. I'll try to find it. It's been years. Shane's going to yeah. go down a wormhole. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> also, I need the, that book. <laughs> also, uh, the Toby, have you actually looked into the people that show like evidence that Toby is the Scranton Strangler? I thought it was Creed. No, um, there's no, there's no guarantee. Nobody yeah. has come out and said who it is. But if you can find a good post about it, there's pretty hard evidence that it that, actually that is Toby. Toby. <laughs> Damn. What if it is? I mean, it makes sense. They even showed that um, 
every like throughout the office, like times that it shows the parking lot, yeah, the car that they're chasing is in the office parking lot. Oh God! <laughs> but when Toby's gone, it isn't. It isn't. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, what other proof do like, you need? People have literally like they 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 will never say, "Hey, Toby was the Grand Strangler," but it's it's arguable that he was the Grand yeah. Strangler. I love when it's on t- the trial starts on TV, and uh. They run and Michael runs the window. It's like I saw it, <laughs> yeah. and he gets the sand or the yeah. rocks or whatever, <laughs> the asphalt out of, the, yeah. Dry, yeah. out of the road. He's like, one day I'm gonna give this to my grandkids. <laughs> He's like, now, sell this and go buy you a spaceship. <laughs> I saw a dude at the gym the other day. He had the dopest shirt on that I've ever seen. Related to a TV show, it was like, have you you remember like, well, it's I mean they're still out there. Trap like, trap mixtape cover art. You know, mm-hmm. like it was that, but it was of Prison Mike, and it said Prison Mike down the side oh, of yeah. it. I was like, "Oh my god, I, I'd, I'd take that shirt in a heartbeat." The Dementors—that was the worst yeah. part. Now we saw. Uh, I feel like you would have really appreciated that line. You better watch the kitchen and Harry Potter. Yeah, that's right what now. I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> we saw some pretty cool merch they had uh, for the office at uh, Universal Studios too. It's pretty dope because they're affiliated with NBC or whatever. <clears throat> I've got Pam's painting. Do you? Yep. Why is it not in here? I have a... Uh, like it takes me tomorrow and I'll bring it, yeah. I feel like it should be in here now. Yeah. I have a fun story. The very first time Tallulah ever did the office trivia, my team won, and I have the world's best boss mug still at my house from when Tallulah's first the office oh, nice. trivia. I think y'all beat us by like four points. And didn't y'all win it one time too? Yeah, I don't think you were there that night. We found out one. We found out later that night that uh, this girl was like an office nut and drove like three hours to Tallulah because it was the office trivia. And I was like, "Dang, I hate she got got whooped." <laughs> three hours just to take an L. <laughs> Dang, you hate to see it, but yeah, I have grown to love well, I, the night y'all done it because I still remember. Do you remember what the final question was? The bonus question where ours was the fill in the blank, and it was uh, Dwight's perfect crime. I wouldn't. Oh, yeah, I remember because I was there with y'all for that. Yeah. But but when he started, like, it's, saying all that, I remember bank it. robbery one, ain't it? Yeah, like, well. Or, or not bank robbery, but. Uh, it's the he heist. Mis- he misleads the girl when he's not yeah. there. I wouldn't be able to word for. Maybe if I, like, is it like they give you some. He gave it. He'd give like you. Money? He'd give you, like, two lines. Like, my perfect crime. I'd steal the. I got you. From blank. I might be able to, like, just. But. Just that's off the top of my head, I would yeah. never get that. That's right. a hardcore super fan thing to remember, too. Oh, dude, when he started reading it, me and Rashad looked at each other like two no, fucking 13-year-olds no that had just seen Justin Bieber in 2009. Yeah. Like, we were, like, we knew in that moment, bet every point we had built up to that, when we, we were about to win this damn thing. The time that we won it, I only missed one question, and it was it was a stupid mistake. Um, it was what his name was and something, and he just used uh, Michael Scarn from his uh, Gold, his from uh, his movie from a Threat Level Midnight. Threat Level Midnight, and it wasn't. It was I can't remember what he. I can't remember the exact question, but I was for some reason I just knew that he used Michael Scarn and it wasn't Michael Scarn. And <laughs> other than that, like we got like almost everything right that night. But oh. I, to be fair, when they announced the Office Trivia, I literally, like, every day was, like, getting on apps and doing Office Trivia. I was like, <laughs> I'm about to win this trivia. Yeah. 
And if you go online and do office trivia, like money trivia, they ask you questions that there's no way you know it unless you're an asshole and you Google things just so you can tell somebody, well, I know this. Yeah. Like it's stuff that you did not learn from watching the TV show. <laughs> I do like it. Like I said, Parks and Rec is still superior to me, but that's just because I've watched Parks and Rec all the way through like five times. So it is what it is. Parks and Rec is a great show. I have nothing oh, yeah, neg- no. negative to say about yeah. the show. But The Office is better. <laughs> I would 100% agree. Nope. I need Juicy in here just so we can make this a tie game. Hey, man, numbers don't lie. I'm just <laughs> but anyway, Shane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, uh, so, Shane, uh-huh. yeah. you don't like to listen to your friends, especially your friends that really know their whiskey. That's fair. Very, very well. That's so, fair. we'll fill Sterling in. Okay, Sterling. Let me have it. I want to preface this by saying when I sent the photo, the mistake had already been made. Yeah, I do, I do see the bottle. Okay. What, I, what is the difference between that and regular? Oh, okay. Thank you. Here you go. It Thank is you. Limited edition. Does it really say that? Yes. I've never been good at reading. So Nobody's ever accused me of that. Just because it's called limited edition, the alcohol is a lot higher, I assume. Uh, it's only 90 proof. Yeah, it's still oh, not. Yeah, yeah. it's... But so, it's but here's the thing. Here here's where things got significantly sideways. Significantly more. Shane Shane sure. sends me a picture of the bottle, and I was like, "That's not, ba-. I was like, that's dope. Uh, you better hold on to that." About two hours later, he sends me a picture of the bottle half empty, and I said, "You idiot! What did yeah. I do next, Shane? Sent me a screenshot of what that bottle was worth." <laughs> Anywhere Tell, how from... Much, hang on, let's let's preface this. This was only a $50 bottle of whiskey Yeah, when it came out. Yep. Now, I can trace that bottle back. I know for a fact that bottle is 11 years old. Well, you bought it 11 years ago? Well, my mom did. Okay. <laughs> yeah, not Shane. No. Thank, thank you, Miss Murray. Yep, yep. Now, uh... Oh, bunny. That bottle in today's market... Goes for anywhere from six hundred and thirty-five dollars, I think was the lowest I saw, to eleven or twelve hundred dollars. If it was a store pick, yeah, mm. yeah. Hey man, sometimes you miss. You know. I mean? <laughs> I'll tell you what though, that bottle paired real damn good with four ice cubes and Morgan Wallen. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. It's better than regular Jack Daniels. Did, I will say oh, that. it is. Did you enjoy yourself or did you have a bad night? Oh man. It made what was a terrible night tolerable. <laughs> it's better than regular Jack Daniels. You want to try some? You know what that's your pull. Hey, man, that's no different than all of us kids that didn't hold on to those Charizard cards when we were little. You know what Boy, I mean? That's the same. That's thing. a fact. I'd be almost a millionaire if I kept my Pokemon. You can take a pull out of the bottle. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's it ain't nothing but a commemorative bottle now. Hey, look you there. But Shane sent me that that picture, and I was like, "You idiot!" I was like, "Shane, you've done some stupid things." But this right here is—it's just a piece of the cork. cork. Yep, yep. absolutely ass. That's how old that bottle was when I opened it. Yeah. The cork disintegrated. Yeah. yeah, that should have been my first sign of, "Hey, you shouldn't do this." Mm-hmm. But, Did you not ask your mom? Well, I said, "Hey, well, mom said you want something to drink." I said, "Well, you got stiff." She just goes over and opens up this cabinet. Now, the first thing she handed me was a, I didn't even know this was a thing, neither, was a shooter of Goldschlager. Yes. 
They have shooters to everything. Yeah. I almost took that thing and sent it well, through her kitchen wall. If it has a shelf value lower than $30, they have a shooter of everything. No, they got shelf. They got uh, shooters of uh, John Emerald single malt. Mm. Shit. Yeah. It's like 60, 70 bucks for well, regular size bottles. That scotch and Europeans are different. Yeah. But when it comes to bourbon, you're not going to find like a, a shot of a shooter of yeah. like some of the shit in my cabinet. So, she opens up his damn cabinet door. Like I said, the first thing she tried to hand me was that. <laughs> and he sent me a picture. He's like, "This shit, mom's trying to give me." Yeah, I was, I was like, like, "Take it, huh? What's it gonna hurt?" <laughs> I know the last time you can't, you can't turn down the freebie. Oh. No, well, it was all free at this point, so I was getting to choose. <laughs> so she hands me that, and I just shook my head, said no, thank you, moved on. Instead, he chooses the bottle that by his kids turn 18 could probably cover part of their college tuition. Hell. (laughs) Hell, yeah. Well, I realized in the moment there that, like, mom is a real big clear liquor fan. That was the only thing brown in the cabinet. Well, you got that naturally then. So what yeah. you were doing was trying to take care of your mother. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't want to. I, I didn't want to tap into her stock, and that thing sitting there still got a seal on it. I was like, well, obviously she ain't fucking drinking that. So well, what if you just drank your mother's retirement? I feel like I did. <laughs> you do now, don't yeah. you? <laughs> I'm gonna have to throw that damn twelve hundred bucks in a a compound interest uh, account and just hope by the time she retires it. I paid for it. Well, for future reference, if the brand name is one of those household like this, yeah. but for some reason it's got a cork in it. That's fair. That's fair. If Jim Beam or Jack Daniels got a cork and not a twist top, ask your boy. Should have. Listen. I t- no, you didn't. I told you. That's the worst part. <laughs> well, no. So, like, like I told you, when I sent the picture, the deed had been done. So, here I am drinking a $650 glass of whiskey. Yeah, exactly. And it's actually pretty good. Like, I hate regular Jack Daniels. Like, regular Jack Daniels disgusts me. I'm not a big fan of it either. I only drink it because it's usually, like, it's easy. It's just the well yeah, drink of the easy. place, yeah. Exactly. It's kind of like a Coors Light. Like, I don't necessarily like Coors Light, but you can just drink them. Nah, know? give me that wild turkey. I'm a turkey All fan. day, every day. Speaking of, I got that Rare Breed, too. Mm-hmm. I need to bring that oh, over. good. Rare Breed slaps. Yeah. Mm. Rare Breeds, it's one of those... You can disguise as fancy, but realistically, it's not going to break your wallet. But it's a top-notch bourbon. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. I also had a half a bottle of Eagle Rare that I'm not sure what happened to. That's disappointing. I think I know what happened to I'm not a cigar smoker, but there, if there was ever a bourbon where I'm like, God, I wish I kind of had a cigar with this one, it's Eagle Rare. Mm-hmm. Now, it might be a buddy that's got some Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare slaps. And that might be because my uncle, he's a big Eagle Rare guy. He's the one that got me on Eagle Rare. He'll always, like, he used to send me selfies, like, of him with his... Whiskey and his cigar, so. Yeah, my buddy, uh, same one that uh, made that Muscadine wine, he uh, he waits for them allotted whiskeys to hit, and they've literally sat at ABC waiting on it to open a couple times, make yeah. sure they got some of the good ones. Dude, I walked in to, uh, last time Buffalo Trace got allocated to down here, he I walked there, in. He was, he was there. <laughs> I walked in, and I said, because there was like six on the shelf, I was like, can I just buy what's left? And she goes, there's only a one bottle limit since it's allocated. And I was like, so I'm like, I'm thinking of five of my friends that don't drink bourbon that could go in there and just <laughs> buy it for me. <laughs> but I did not. It was a sad. sweepstakes they're doing though now. It's like, uh, our J- James Phillips is a community journal. Shout out to him. Yep. Hey, spoiler alert. 
that's who's coming next. Future guest of the pod. Yeah. Uh, he posted an article about, or like he wrote how they're doing like a new like giveaway, or not giveaway, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Sweepstakes. Sweepstakes. Sweepstakes for the allocated bourbons, or like allocated alcohol all together because you have allocated vodka and shit too, but. Who cares about that? Exactly. My mom. No, let me tell you. <laughs> the best. And apparently, you care about your mom. So yeah. She's willing to drink a $600 bottle of liquor. So you know, she can hey. have her you can, you can ask Shane. I'm not a vodka guy. But the first vodka I've tried where it's like, I can just sip that just, you know, like on the rock. So I can't do vodka neat. Just, Redmont. No. Shout out my boy Charles yeah. Barkley. Right here in Alabama. Redmont vodka. I cannot drink it at all. Everybody's like, oh, well, if you drink this, you don't taste it. You put a drop of vodka in anything, and I'm like, That's You can gross. taste it. I mean, I can tough it out if I ain't got nothing else, yeah. but I can taste it. Listen, my favorite Christmas cocktail now is Redmont Vodka, the Winter Spice Cranberry Sprite Zero, because no sugar for your boy, and then the Orange Slice. You can't you can't beat a good smooth whiskey and eggnog. You can't beat it. So I can't do whiskey and eggnog. <laughs> I can't do dairy. I I don't like dairy alcohol, like like bushwhackers and stuff. I hate them. You just ain't got the right eggnog, man. If if you get it just right, I'm lactose intolerant, but I'll f- yeah, f it up. all the yeah. way up. <laughs> yeah, think, we're back on. I think I'm starting to get that way because like if I drink like a whole lot like cereal now, like if I chug the bowl of milk, like it starts messing my gut. You up. get them bubble guts. Yeah, you know, get the BGs real bad. That's right. I don't drink cereal. That is milk. something you will develop over time. I've learned. The only time I drink anything with like milk is protein, and it's almond milk. I can't do. Yeah, see now almond milk. I could sit here and drink a carton of almond milk. Yeah, nothing happens. Yeah, we all know that line from the office, or not the office, the ranch. I don't show me the show me the tits on an almond. Show me the tit on an almond. Yeah, I've been told by literally everybody to watch that show, and I still haven't. Dude, it's a great show. Good, it's a great show. So good. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not the office. Yeah. <laughs> it, not, not like yeah. That. What is? What is the office? <laughs> but thing is, the ranch is one of those you can just put on. Like you just kind of like. Okay, I don't know about y'all. So when I'm at home, what puts me in like my happy place before I go to bed is watching a sitcom. Mm-hmm. I have to watch a like whether it's like King of Queens, Andy Griffith show, even. Like, dude, I just like watching something like that because when I'm at work and I'm like putting the wires on my patients and stuff, and they're watching that, I was like. You know what? I'm just gonna stop putting these wires on you. I'm gonna go ahead and go to bed. <laughs> like that's that's the kind of like scoot over. That's the kind of like serotonin it gives me. It just puts me in a good place. Just watching a good sitcom. Kim said she thinks I have sleep apnea. I guess the way I sound when I'm sleeping, she thinks I have. Sleep you could. Apnea. Hey, there's Come a lot. Of pe- there's a lot of people in my family that have it. Sometimes. Then yeah, you definitely get. Dude, it. I was half expecting to wake up at like four in the morning when you just standing there looking at me like, you need to come get tested <laughs> no come see me Shane no you said Shane sent me like a time lapse one time he's like hey watch this tell me if you see something and I was like first off it's kind of weird you, but then again I sit there and watch people sleep 12 hours so, a night so thanks for the time lapse I knew like, exactly what I was doing <laughs> yeah that's a friend is what that hey, is. Yeah. listen what if he just sent you eight hours of video <laughs> hey man let me know if you see something like I'm gonna charge you by the hour <laughs> <laughs> I knew who the relative expert in the field I was <laughs> pursuing here and I compounded my video for you. And I sent him like each clip. I was like, this is something happened right here, something yeah. right happened right here. I still did like a good detective job on it. Also the fact that I slept from like eleven PM to like one PM probably a problem. Yeah. 
Because I watched that sun come up in my sun last video, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll be getting up here in a second. And then about 35 seconds later into a time-lapse video, <laughs> your boy was still asleep, and I was like, yikes. Yeah, so, uh, But I would recommend, if you haven't done that, do it. Just throw your phone on a charger, set it about five, six foot away from the bed, throw that bad boy on time-lapse. Yeah. Like last night, me and Shane. Do I need to send it to Drake? I mean, that's that's what I would do. <laughs> yeah. Forward it. Send it to your relative sleep tech. Yeah, forward it to me. Right. Uh, or just come see me all together. I'll get you wired up. I got insurance. I'll just come get come yeah, do the come, doctor stuff. Come to or yeah. go see my friends over in Jasper. They're they're really good folk. They just don't pay me enough. That's why I ain't there. Is the Jasper office as good as y'all? Yeah, those guys are taught me are the ones that taught me everything I know. I got you. So it's strictly a money thing. Is the only reason you ain't Jasper. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, got a family to take care of now, bud. Oh, I, <laughs> I feel you. Uh, they ain't cheap. Mm-hmm. They ain't cheap. No, they ain't. But. The Ranch is good. Now, my favorite sitcom. God, way to pull that back. I ain't, it's like riding a <laughs> Boy, bike. Boy, hadn't lost it over there. No. He's, he's good at that. Yeah. My favorite one to watch, though, hands down, never fails that 70s show. <laughs> have you started that 90s show? No, because we we have, like, y'all are, like, I can't wait for our audiences to be like, oh, no way they did that. You know, we have had Netflix out of our house since June of last year. Wow. I'm about to with all this. Because uh, I'm the one that like over half of my family and some people who aren't related to me, I'm the reason they have Netflix. That's the reason <laughs> I had Disney Plus because Shane. <laughs> oh, me and Cantley had that text message conversation for a good 30 yeah, minutes I, of. Yeah, I've got a group message of about eight or nine friends. And somebody has something and we all got everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but see, <laughs> the me thing and Cantley were talking was like. Yeah, I got Drake watching this, and he was like, "Oh, really? I got Drake watching this." I'm like, oh, that's two different platforms. Hold on, what the hell does Drake actually pay for now that? We're- <laughs> and then I came in with receipts. That was the worst part. I came in with receipts, like you got this of mine, and you got this of mine. So I was like, "It's only fair, right?" We're scratching each other's back over here. Like, yeah, it's literally to the point. Like a buddy of mine just the other day was like, "Hey, I need to watch this show. Which one of y'all's got Showtime?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's got the free trial going right now? What's like uh what's the saying? Never be the friend with a boat, but always have a friend that has a boat. Yep. We need a friend with a boat. Martin? He does, don't he? Well, no, I think he sold it. Or at least he's trying to. That I'm second sure kid will get it. you quick. Yeah, it's a fact. <laughs> you got to make sure your friend with the boat's willing to get on it. One of my buddies has a nice pontoon, and he's had it for about three or four years. I think we've been on it two or three times. Mm. He's don't ever take it out, or? Always working. That's always ah, yeah. He bought it because he got a damn good deal on it. Was like, hell yeah, we're gonna go on the lake on this all the time. And it's collected more leaves than it has water. I've got a patient. (laughs) I had a I had a patient one night. It's a bad place for a pontoon. (laughs) I had a patient. I can't remember what he did. I can't remember what he did, but he traveled a lot. Uh, But he was like, yeah, I work ninety something hours a week. But we were talking about fishing and stuff, and talking about his boat and whatnot. And he started talking about his work. Then I was like. So when do you have time to use your boat? He goes, "Oh yeah, it just sits." And I'm like, "Well, I got brother, a- if you are if like you could, it, the way you're talking, you could work half of that schedule and still have that money." Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I got on, a family man. friend. He's a cop over in Summerton, but he's got a pontoon docked up here at Smith Lake, and him and his wife take that thing out like it's a damn bass tractor. I would. When's Drake coming home? That's what you're asking. <laughs> Not is Drake at home, but when's Drake coming home? But. 
Loki. Did I say what? Yeah, I said that seventy show. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't watched that ninety show, but it's on my list. We're getting. Uh, well, I've seen a lot of the reason I brought it up was because I've seen a lot of people already starting to trash talk it. Well, it's already got renewed for a second season though. Well, good on them. Nostalgia. Everybody's playing on nostalgia. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. that's the thing. Like that's, that's what. To death right now. That's like, what people's main complaint is the the products or the brand placement in it don't line up. Really? Yeah. Like. People have been pointing out a lot of inaccuracies with a lot of different brand stuff and our branding yeah. on items and shit like that. Is that these people that's pointed out like the Starbucks and the Dasani stuff in uh, Game of Thrones? It, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. I got Like logos for, for Doritos. But you just don't want to, you don't want to be that pretentious person. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, think about that why, 70 show why though. That, though? Like, that, that 70s show was on point. That's what I'm saying. Like, they even had The Rock playing his own dad. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be different if they were, like, talking about Drake in the 90s, you know? Like, but who cares about yeah. that? You know, like, logos. It's crazy because, like, I, was, I saw, like, a, I think I think it was Bud Light. It was the old circle with, like, the racing letter mm-hmm. font that they used to have on it. I was like, that seems like that was, like, 20 years ago. But low-key, that was only, like, 10. Yeah, it was, like, 11, 12 time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, you think stuff so long ago. So, are we just in a freaking time warp? I mean, we know where we stand on the simulation. Listen, time but, is a flat circle. Yeah, it absolutely yeah. is. It's it's also goes the other way around. Sometimes, like, that shit wasn't that long ago, and then it was, like, for fucking like 40 years yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, when you say the 70s, you think 20 years ago. Yeah. We're working on 50, 50 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I, I seen a meme one time. Uh, somebody said something about, can you believe that the 90s was... Uh, 30 years or how many years ago and somebody was like well my son just called it the late teen, or the late 1900s and I almost swung on it <laughs> oh yeah no. yeah I saw a TikTok this dude said one of my one of my fair students, enough too this dude on TikTok said one of my students just at, uh, said so you were born in the late 1900s and it was just that it started he's like he said one of my students started or asked me if I was born in the so I was born in the late 1900s he started playing the Chris Benoit thing <laughs> <laughs> like yeah time is a flat circle we live in a simulation you're not going to convince me otherwise no. because yeah. things that seem like 20 years ago or were actually 30 40 and 50 yeah. like come on man time was weird it was a couple of years ago uh, you gotta make sure you're talking to my brother it was a couple of years ago I was uh, working with a kid about 18 19 years old and uh, he was showing me some random TikTok video and uh, it was a meme made from Spongebob I don't remember exactly what it was but he was chuckling. He's like, you remember SpongeBob? And I was like, yeah, I remember SpongeBob. And I sat there and thought about it for a second. And I was like, he grew up watching SpongeBob. Yeah. Oh, we caught SpongeBob. And I was, and I was yeah. like, you grew up watching that, didn't you? He's like, yeah, you didn't. And I was like, no, I was grown up <laughs> <laughs> when SpongeBob came out. 13, 14 years old. <laughs> yeah. No, I was like, I think I was 10 or 11 when SpongeBob first came on. No, you were older than that because I was in high school when SpongeBob came out. Yeah, SpongeBob and was like 2002. You're, you're a year or two. 2004. Pull that up, Jamie. You, we left his laptop there, and I said this last time. I said, you're, we're going to have Dude, your laptop yeah, open from now on. Let me thing up. I'm pretty sure SpongeBob came out when I was in high school. I'm going 2002. Which would have been like 03, 04, something like that. I'm going 2002. Put that on there. Nope. Air date, May 1st, 1999. No chance. Told you. I don't believe it. Ain't no way. No, because I remember being, I didn't start using an alarm clock so I could wake myself up. You could like, you know, you can start getting yourself dressed and 
get out to the school bus and stuff. I was in like fifth or sixth grade when that started. That's one of those things. That's, that's fake te- news. technicality, but it didn't it it didn't blow up till. Oh no, it didn't get. No, I was hooked on it when it first started coming on. That's Cause, fake cause news. Because like, that's like Hey Arnold era. That shit wasn't out when Hey Arnold was showing. The only reason and the only reason I know I can confirm this is because we moved to Empire in two thousand. In my new bed set that my mom and dad bought me for my new bed, you know, you got your new bedroom and all that, was SpongeBob. So did both of y'all, when y'all were kids, I've been trying to test this theory on 90s kids. Did y'all at least one point in y'all's life have that mattress that come with the stock, like, space cover? Yep. Like, it wasn't a, it yep. wasn't a sheet. Like, the no, mattress it w- itself had the space well, Like the galaxy. Yeah. I've been yeah, thinking yeah. about that a lot lately. Now, I, might I been wonder how many covered kids, in SpongeBob. I'm like, I wonder how many other 90s kids had that same mattress. Uh, probably every other one. I'm pretty sure it came with bunk beds. I'm pretty sure it was like a, a stock bunk bed mattress yep. is what it was. Now, I know probably right around... Hang on. But, yeah, I know for... Because, like I said... Because it's funny we're talking about SpongeBob because today uh, the kid asked me, he goes, so did you like SpongeBob? Or do you like SpongeBob? So I called my brother and I said, hey. And he asked him. And Cantley was like, Buddy, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, dude, I had uh, I had the kids out here at the after hours clinic one day, and uh, sitting in the waiting room there, waiting to go back, and I'm just trying to keep them entertained to where they're not, you know, flipping their sh- going crazy. I pulled up my phone and I was like, oh, "Dude, I ain't watched SpongeBob in a hot minute." So, threw on an episode. They loved it. They're entertained. The guy sitting, so I got one kid in one chair, one kid on the other chair. I'm sitting in the middle of them, just holding my phone, watching SpongeBob. Kid on or dude on the other side just kind of leans over, looking at my phone, seeing what was going on. So naturally, I looked at him like, "All right, nosy, like <laughs> you got something to say?" Yeah. He's like, raising them right. <laughs> like, Let's go. Let's go, fellow SpongeBob addict over here. This thing's about to fall off. Hold on. Oh, dude, I'm showing the kid, like, all the movies I grew up on and stuff. Or the wrestling. Like, we, we've been watching throwback wrestling stuff. Attitude Era? It. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, well, you know what? I feel comfortable with him watching of the Attitude yeah. Era. The stuff from my mom and dad was like, hey, you need to go to your room for this part. <laughs> I got, we have the we have the good good accessibility of being able to skip that these days. Yeah. Oh, Trish Stratus. You didn't even have. Still got it going didn't on. Didn't even have TiVo back then. Dude, she was at uh, Birmingham did a like Comic Con type thing. Yeah, and she was there. I was I was like, I wonder how many '90s guys are just gonna line up just for Trish Stratus. <laughs> because if you were uh, if you were alive in the '90s, you're a liar if you didn't say we need, that we you need were Seth in love in with here. Trish. Exactly. <laughs> we need Seth in here for that one. <laughs> but yeah, it's like I'm just trying to show him like how cool like stuff was when I was yeah. growing up, like. I, which I've always I've always told Shane I think we even talked about it on a podcast like my like they always say heaven is like the like the good parts of your life yeah. or whatever I'm like bro that's the nineties yeah oh, zero question about it that's the nineties some of my and early two thousand after that but as far as like good times yeah it's like I have a lot of nostalgic TikToks pop up on my feed and stuff where it's like slideshows of like how things used to look and I was like because I sent Shane one and I was like. It was the uh, the little spinny thing at Taco Bell where you dropped the quarters in. Yeah. That used to be a beast at that. Dude, day. I'm saying, you put me in front of one of those, I'll put a franchise yeah. out of business. I've gotten so many burritos out of those things. 
They're like, nah. <laughs> Literally exactly what I told Drake. <laughs> I think we got like four or five one day. They're like, y'all going to stop. Yeah. Man. I was like, why? We're giving you money? Speaking like, of- I distinctly remember going into Taco Bell <laughs> several times and mom pulling out like her purse, setting it up there, getting ready to pay for the food. That like she ordered her food and then pulled her little coin satchel out yeah. and handed it to me and was like, "All right, boy, about to feed the family." Yeah, whatever. Right? You're hungry, better hit that green peg on the bottom, bro. I wish yeah. I would have had the business sense too, because I could have fired back. What it's just making you break even, like you're not making any profits. So no, I mean, they were making profits because people were too stupid yeah, to was- understand how to play the game. Because there was way too much. Well, I'm not talking about in this transaction. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. breaking even at that point. Because I guarantee you it only costs about 50 cents to make that burrito. <laughs> yeah. If that. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the at the time that I was, because I don't really eat Taco Bell anymore unless I get a hankering for either a pizza or a, a Dorito wrapped around a taco. Mm-hmm. But uh, at that time, I was eating Taco Bell pretty heavily. And, I mean, you were paying a dollar for those burritos. Like, yeah. Can we talk <clears throat> about the world so shit now that Taco Bell ain't cheap anymore? Nothing's cheap, dude. <laughs> let me tell you. No, let me McDonald's tell you don't have a dollar menu anymore. You, like when I used to skateboard, like I didn't grow up with money by no means. We were all right, but no, like you know, I'd have a couple dollars in my pocket, mm-hmm. and it was never a problem because I go Taco Bell and eat like a king on yeah. three or four dollars. Dude, me and Martin Wallace would leave school, ride over to uh, McDonald's, get two double cheeseburgers and a large sweet tea for three twenty five. Yeah, a McDouble's three dollars now. Just I know, just, just the sandwich. <laughs> yep, <laughs> we crush them bad boys, roll back up to school, and go to workouts. Soft tacos, are but $2. see, one of the things that's, I eat at Taco ridiculous. Bell because <clears throat> it's macro macro friendly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's like five hundred ten calories. It's got like thirty grams of protein. Is the chicken, the uh, Chipotle Ranch chicken burrito? It's only two bucks. So like, I can just went through, pop one, and I'm good to go. Yeah, unless you get those burritos though, like. They still do have the cheap burritos. I'll give them that. But hey, like, I learned how to make a homemade cheesy gordita crunch. Con- uh, crunch though, they're Boy. better. They're better. A lot of people they're like, oh, I don't want to make that. Just go to Taco Bell. But if you take time to make any of that stuff at home, like legit, it's good. You want to know what makes the difference though? A lot of people's gonna be like, oh, why didn't I thought of that? If you're using the cheese, like shredded cheese out of the bag, if you, if you don't use like if you don't shred your own cheese, obviously you don't have to do this. Yeah. But if you use shredded cheese out of a bag. Put it in a little bowl and rinse it off. It gets gooey. I've literally never rinsed shredded cheese off in my entire life. Do it. Life. Trust me. It gets gooey. Yeah. I've never even heard of that. Because no. what they put on it to like as the preservative, the starch that preserves it when you wash it off, it puts the cheese back to like its original form. I feel like you got a lot more spare time than I do to wash off shredded cheese. <laughs> Dude, it takes five seconds. You just put it in a bowl, shake it, good to go. I feel like the only time I'm using shredded cheese is when I'm tearing up them little Jimmy Dean breakfast bowls because I'll pop that bad boy in the microwave, punch that film out with a fork, let it cook that first rotation, peel that film back, and then I'm throwing that shredded cheese on top, pop it right back in. Dude, I didn't start, like, I was in the gym a lot, like, you know, when we were last doing doing this the last time, but I haven't really started, like, toning up and losing weight until I started paying attention to my diet, like. Last night, Shane was over here. We tore up some chicken nuggies and pizza rolls, though. <laughs> but, <clears throat> like. I will eat pizza rolls until the day I die. Oh, yeah. If they, I make it to 103, God. I will still eat pizza They're still rolls. so good, dude. But, like, I looked at, like, a Nutri-Grain bar. 
like you know, like the cereal bars or whatever. Yeah. It's like a hundred and thirty oh, yeah, calories. They're nowhere near as healthy as they're like. Oh, no. there's, there's fruit and grains in here. Yeah, no, it's like a hundred and thirty calories. Well, the breakfast burrito that's packed with turkey and egg whites in the morning is only two hundred calories, and I'm not hungry when I finish that. Yeah, you ain't getting full off no nutrient grains. No. Bro, I can sit there and eat them things yeah. like candy. I eat a whole box. I, I quit buying them for my lunches at work because you're like, oh, I'll just have this snack for a break. And yeah. it's like, I'm fing hungry. All that did was make me more hungry. I had the same That's problem with Cliff Bars. Oh, Cliff Bars are trash. There's nothing but sugar. I'd sit there and eat four of them damn things yes. and then not be able to take a sh- Yeah. That word. Four. How do you power through four Cliff Bars? Dude, them cookies and cream ones? Yeah, boy. I mean, I they they, they taste good, but the, the texture of them, after a while, I just can't Cold. chew that shit no more. Cold. I mean, that was what it was. Like, I'd eat <laughs> yeah. one thinking, all right, I'm 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 hungry right now. I'm going to get lunch here in about two hours. I need something to tie me over. I'd eat one and wouldn't feel a damn thing. Then I'd be like, well, there's still a whole box of them up there, so let me go grab another one, eat it. <laughs> Each two or three of them, you ain't got to worry about stopping for the bathroom. No, <laughs> that thing's gonna clog you up. They're not. They're not good for you. Like people. Like that's the thing with marketability, though. It's like, oh, this is healthy, blah blah. blah. Like my biggest thing was I've toned down to as many simple, like single ingredient foods that I could, which are fruit, vegetables, and natural things. Well, if you notice, none of the packaging on Cliff Bars tells you they're healthy. They, no. just, they just advertise outdoors, so yeah, you, assume you assume that if this guy can climb a mountain, yeah. he's eating healthy things. Exactly. No. Now the Doctor uh, Robert Irvin's Fit Crunch bars, bully. No idea what that is. Go the wall. Go the protein section in Walmart. They're there. They slap. The Quest bars are better for like nutrients, but man, they advertise Cliff bars as the ultimate energy uh, bar. He did mm. say that there's a lot of sugar in them. So. I mean, that's going to get you going. <laughs> and not having to use the bathroom is going to keep you going. <laughs> no. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, none. Literally. <laughs> none. Not one single. I'm sitting here on a website now, and I will tell you, this cool mint chocolate's got me intrigued. I know Cliff it's bar? Yeah, and no. I know it's going to be terrible. It's going to yeah, be god-awful. going to be terrible for you. 10 grams of protein, non-GMO. That's where they market it. Non-GMO. Yeah, the non-GMO yeah. is what really. Yeah, they're like, oh, this is healthy. Yeah, uh, fifty grams of sugar though. Right here, hold on. Let me let me hit you with it. Hit me with the macros. Let me hit you with it. Seventeen grams of sugar. How many in a calories? Single two hundred and fifty. So, you got yeah, six grams of fat. Not bad. Hundred and forty milligrams of sodium. Hundred and forty grams of sodium. Yeah, milligrams, 140 okay. milligrams. 10 grams of protein, 17 grams of sugar. I was going to say, dang, 140 grams of sodium, you're drinking a bottle <laughs> <Yeah>. of Dale's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, bro. That's where you get that energy <laughs> from. Yeah. Need some Dale's in my life. Oh, Man, I love you, Dale's. My family used to put that on everything. Because it's better. <laughs> yeah, it is. It literally is. Then I might break some hearts here. You don't like Dale's, do you? I like Dale's. I'll go Moore's over Dale's, though. You're wrong. Yeah, but, you're, it's okay to be I mean, look, now you, you want a sodium one. count. I'm I've telling heard, you. I've heard that before, but you're wrong. Now, Moore's Buffalo Sauce slaps. I mean, yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet Baby Ray's Buffalo Sauce is Sweet Baby Ray's got some great Buffalo Sauce. Not a big fan I'll tell of you, not barbecue sauce. I'll tell you, I can't give you my 
my white dad status on how to use Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce, you can't use it by itself. There's a few other things you got to add to it, but when done correctly, do you like? The, did you try the ribs I made? No. Okay. They were gone by the time I got there. Okay. Well, <laughs> there's a reason. Yeah. I I know how to. There wasn't a whole lot of them. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I made a quarter of a rack. <laughs> I made. I made four ribs. Hell yeah. Uh, but now there's a. There's a few other ingredients you got to throw in with your sweet baby rays, but now the uh, I feel like that's any like just if you can buy the barbecue sauce at Walmart, you need to put something else in it. The only one I haven't done that with is Cattleman's. I don't Cattleman's. know if y'all have tried Cattle Cattleman's by itself is it's a good standalone barbecue sauce. You know what I'm gonna tell you what I do, and I'm sure there obviously there's more people because it's there. You gotta go to a local hardware store. Specifically, Ace Hardware and Curry mm-hmm. for you Walker Countyans, mm-hmm. and get the Arthur Bryant's barbecue okay. sauce from Kansas City. Well, I can't. I hadn't had that, so I can't speak on it. But we were talking about buffalo sauce. I'll pull you right here and bring the train back real fast. The Buffalo Wild Wings bottled buffalo sauce you can get at Walmart, not bad. Oh no, they're parmesan. Not bad. It tastes just like the stuff you get on the wings at the yeah. restaurant too. I'm a parm. I I can't eat spicy things. I'm yeah. a I break out. I'm allergic to. Are you? Yeah. Uh, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm assuming it's capsaicin. I've never yeah. been tested, but like I can eat peppers that aren't spicy, like bell peppers and things like that. But if I eat too much, like jalapenos, any of that, like I'll start breaking out, like blotches. I yeah, it might up. be the capsaicin in the peppers. That's what I assumed because it's only the spicy ones. Like yeah, peppers that aren't spicy, I can eat. See, like it doesn't bother me palate wise. Like I can tolerate like spicy stuff, like eating it. But, buddy, if you look at me, I am sweating bullets. My body I just used to be overheats. the same way. I used to be the, like, you, you put anything, like a jalapeno on something in front of me. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> like, I was sweating looking at it. Yeah. Probably two, maybe three months ago. I don't remember where we were. Me and Corwin were eating something, and I had done put the whole bowl down. And I look over at her, and she's like, hurting going through it and she's like how are you eating this it's so hot she handed me her bowl i put it down looking at her like how are you not yeah eating like this? i mean i am just i want to say it was at that day at black rock when we all met up i don't remember what we had it's weird because all i remember you having was the catfish poncho train that was after and it's that. not that spicy that was after that for sure <clears throat> i could be wrong we may have been somewhere else Probably somewhere else. Yeah. Blackrock never really put out anything too, too hot. But, well, I mean, that was the thing. Like, to me, and I, that's why I brought it up, I was like, I don't know if this is actually spicy or if this is just a palate thing where she wasn't tolerating it and I'm over here just overcompensating. Yeah. Spicy stuff don't bother me, though, but, like, if you look at me, you would think it is, like, killing me. Yeah. <laughs> now, you're not going to catch me just hammering down a 12 piece of like ghost pepper wings no 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 yeah. like anything i know my limitations anything, anything past like louisiana hot sauce or buffalo sauce like i'm out on like i don't want to be i don't want to be miserable while i'm eating like i don't like the people that do that for enjoyment like i think i don't think they actually enjoy it i really regret I used to work with a guy that genuinely loved it like he would be eating food and he would be like sweating and like breathing so like he looked like he was 
die. In the, in the process of having a heart attack and just loving it. I'm like, no. that's what I was dude, gonna you say. look so miserable right now. <laughs> so that was me at any like authentic crawfish bowl in Louisiana yeah. that we went to because I have a shellfish allergy. <laughs> <laughs> but by God, you take me to a crawfish bowl, Don't eat it. I'm putting four pounds down. <laughs> I mean, I am hammered. And I mean, you talk about some of the hottest damn corn on the cobs and potatoes you've ever had in your life, and I'm sitting there sucking the juice out of these things. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we, need to, we need to go to one down here Louisiana, at the Crawfish Warehouse. They'll, they'll light you up in Louisiana. So I know they done one on base one time, and they kind of had it set up. They done it in like the big, what's the word I'm looking for here? Spread. Well, spread's also a good word. When you pulled on base... You had one side of traffic that was just strictly outbound, one side that was strictly inbound. Then you had a whole bunch of grass in the middle there. Median? It like a long-ass extended. Lawn? Yeah, like, like a, a lawn, lawn median. Just Basically, they had that whole thing set up to where they kind of had it sectioned off. It was like, this is a crawfish bull. This is a crawfish bull. This is a Louisiana Cajun crawfish bull. Yeah. We started down here at, we're at a crawfish bowl. Tasted bland. It's yeah. Like I mean, you like it was good, but it wasn't anything to write home about. So the further you go, the more Cajun it gets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. About midway through that second level, now I'm starting to hit the heat. And I'm like, okay, here we go. We get down to the end of it. I had tears in my eyes. My fingers are blood red. My mouth is <laughs> swollen, and I'm still just... Going, Shane, you doing okay? Thumb of the luck. Yeah, I hate it too because Cajun food is some of the best food on brother. Planet. Yeah, and I can't eat so much of it because of the spicy that sucks. Because like I was, we were actually talking about it today at work because a guy was talking about being in New Orleans on a job during Mardi Gras and like a lot of the people he was working with were from there, and we were just like, yeah, man, if a Cajun recommends you to eat something, you gotta at least try it because it's probably delicious. Yeah, because. <laughs> They don't do anything right. They fucking cook. That and Mississippi Gas Station Barbecue. Still ain't had that. Oh, my God. It's funny you say that. We were in Mississippi back when I used to climb cell phone towers. And uh, we were in- For work or fun? For work. Okay. (laughs) uh, I didn't know if you was just up there sightseeing. We were in the middle of nowhere. The only thing within like a 50-mile radius of our work site was a tiny little like Mom and pop shop. Shack, barbecue, like two people could fit between the door and the cash register (laughs) and a dairy bar. And the first day we go out there, we ate the barbecue place and it was so good. Well, our foreman's like a dairy fiend and the dairy bar had like soft serve, like legit ice cream. So we ate there every day and it was good. It was still good, but it wasn't that barbecue place when Mm -hmm. it comes to the burgers and the barbecue and. I was like, man, we got to quit going to this bar. And he wouldn't. He would not go back to the barbecue place. Wow. Well, the last day on the job, <clears throat> the second foreman had to leave early, so I drove the second truck. And uh, I was like, you know what? This truck's stopping at the barbecue place on the way home. <laughs> and uh, it was closed. Oh. And I was mad for like four hours. <laughs> four, four hours of driving. Like, I'm just mad. And we pull, like, we're almost back to Alabama. And I'm like, we got to we gotta get some gas. So I pull over. We're getting gas. And right across the street, there's, like, a bunch of kids washing cars for their school, like, event or whatever. 
and it was five bucks. I was like, I got five bucks. We'll go over here. We'll wash the truck. It's got dirt all over the damn thing. And while they're washing the truck, I just see this tiny little trailer in the parking lot of the gas station on the other side of the road. It just says Memphis Barbecue in big, shiny lights. And Boy. I'm, like, I'm like, I'm going over there. Got to try it. I was like, I don't even care if it's okay barbecue. I'm about to eat barbecue. I've waited this long. I mean barbecue. That food truck was some of the best barbecue I've ever had in I'm my entire you, life. I'm telling you, how it usually goes. It I'd, was so good. I had my route mapped out. <clears throat> Coming back from Louisiana, anytime we'd come home, I knew what gas station I was going to be stopping at and so on and so forth. Well, I traded my truck in, so I was getting a little bit better gas mileage. I'm on the way back to Alabama one time, and I'm by myself. I blow past the big pilot gas station that I was normally stopping at. I'm right in the middle of BFE, Mississippi. BFM, if you will. So 90% of Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the light comes on. I'm like, well, I don't know how much further I can make it because this is the first like trip I've taken in this car. So but next chance I get, if I see a sign that says gas, I'm stopping off. So probably 10, 15 miles up the road, exit sign, boom, gas, whipping in there. Advertises a Chevron. I don't think this thing had been a Chevron in 22 years. <laughs> it had a blue roof on it, and that was as close to Chevron as it came. You talking about the mobile? <laughs> Wasn't even mobile. No. Stationary is all get out. I'm talking about Jasper. That thing's still the mobile. It's been a kangaroo for about a decade. Yeah. It's still the mobile. But I pull in there, two gas pumps, and I was like, okay, hot start. Here we go. Still had the little rotary dials on them. So I was like, oh, this is going to be got good. Got that big old handle that you flip back. Yeah. 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 Pull, the, pull the nozzle and you got to flip that bad boy up. <laughs> That's that gas that smells good. Yeah. <laughs> so couldn't pay at the pump, obviously. So I go inside. No attendant on duty. Yeah. <laughs> go inside. And I'm like, hey, I need to get uh, like 40 bucks or something like that. So, you know, she sets it up and I'm looking and it's kind of like the, uh, daggone, what's, what's one over by Uncle Mort's? Uh, uh, marathon. It's a marathon now. Yeah. It used to be a sit go. Yeah, it used to be a sit, sit go. go. You know they got the little buffet, uh, mm-hmm. hot seat or hot pots, whatever, right there. Same setup. So I was looking around. They had some ribs. They had some pulled pork. Bowie. Yeah, I ain't ate yeah. in about four hours. So let me get two of them ribs and a plate of that pulled pork. She slapped it all together. Gave me a bun, some uh, potato wedges. Go out there, pump my gas. Start driving because I wasn't thinking it was going to be anything. Yeah, blow your socks off. Exactly. I was like, I'm hungry, but I'll just eat this on the way. I don't think I made it 10 minutes down the road before the smell got to me. I was like, all right, I got to try some of this. Reach over, pulled that rib out, took a bite. I swear, as sure as I'm sitting here, I pulled off on the side of the damn interstate and ate that entire plate. (laughs) I mean, just hammered. Because I knew if I tried to drive and eat that, I was ending up in a ditch upside down. Should have dropped a pin there. I really should have. I can. I mean, I can get us there. All we got to do is just drive to the other side of Mississippi and then come back. <laughs> hey, no lie. Best get somewhere familiar. That's what you got to do. In yeah. Alabama, best roadside barbecue, like not out of a restaurant I've had, not even in a gas station, was on literally on the side of the road in the Empire. They was cooking down at the uh, Old Town Creek uh, Fire Department, right there at the Forks. Yeah, right at the Forks of the River. I don't know, man. I know that it's I know that it's basic barbecue and it's there's 
you know when you eat it, there's nothing fancy about it. But for some reason, them Odom's barbecue sandwiches are still to this day some of the best barbecue Dude, sandwiches. Dude, I never – see, we lived right there off Flaming Chapel Loop for a, two years. Never knew they served barbecue there. Dude, it, it's so – like, when you're eating it, you can tell that it's – that man didn't spend hours smoking no meat. Yeah. Like, it's, it's quick, here you go, barbecue. But it's still so good. <laughs> That's all we heard about. Like, they're like, yeah, we – you ain't never had their barbecue. You go in there, you don't smell it. So, like, you yeah. don't think they had it. So I won't drive. I will it. not drive through Thatch and not stop there. So they still got it. Yeah. Oh, shit. Like I know. I guess I need to go see. I won't, even, I won't even be hungry. Like I'll be like on my way to Double Springs for God knows what, and I'm just like I'm not about to pass Odom's. And not no, that's a fair point because there ain't nothing in Double Springs. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever drove by your old house to see what it looked like after you moved out? Oh, several times. I think I need to go do that. Yeah, <laughs> several times. I ain't been. a... Been a, been a minute since I've been in Thatch. Yeah. And they go see Jess and Timmons. Yep, there you go. Go see them. I used to live in Thatch. I was second half of my eighth grade year. I left Valley and went to Lupton because we moved on uh, Duncan Road. Yep. On the corner of Duncan Road and Sycamore Lane. I know what you're talking about. a red and white house with like a garage on it. Yeah. Second half of my eighth grade year, that's where I lived. We was it some... really closer to drive from Thatch to Lupton than yeah. it was from Thatch to Valley? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Way yeah. closer. Way closer. <laughs> Am I just forgetting where Lupton's at? I think so, because it's like right on... I am. I'm thinking right about Townley. Off. I'm thinking about yeah, Townley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Lupton's Lupton, right off. Lupton's literally right there. Yeah, right 100%. Off, right I forget off where Lupton five. was. Yep. It's just on the five side. You, you cut You <laughs> cut across... Uh, what's that road right there? Duncan? Duncan Road. You mm-hmm. cut across Duncan Road, you're pretty much right there. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. That's on, Once I started talking about it, I realized I was thinking about Townley yeah. over here. I ain't going to say where, but I used to fish on Wyndham Loop. <laughs> I love living up there, though, man. Just <sighs> It's got a like, it's not that far from town. No. And, it, and it's got that nice, like, you can leave me alone and let me have my space feel to it at the, the same only, time. The only thing with us was with, like, my work schedule and stuff, if she was there were times where she was left alone at home yeah. and people started walking up and down the roads and break-ins started happening. I was like, it's time to go. Yeah. Time to get out. You also work in Birmingham, too, so that's a drive. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. buddy. Because there wasn't no shortcut for you one way or the nope. other. Because, tw- like, 15, 20 minutes into your drive, you're still in Jasper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I... I mean, it's a, I know for a fact it's a 25-minute drive from his house to the uh, Walmart here in Jasper. Oh, from where I lived? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now it's like three. <laughs> yeah, because me and Mason made that trip. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I was like, God dang, they should be back by now. No, and you're like, everything that was could be open was closed. Yeah. We literally had to hit Walmart, and we barely made it. Because it was a Saturday night, and we had to be there before midnight. Yeah. I think we were checking out at 11.58. See, I was far enough up in Thatch where part of my pasture ran through Winston County. That's how you know this is a pre-C word story because now they close it a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Way pre-C word. <laughs> yeah, this was still 2017. Because is... yeah, it, it was the night yeah. y'all all came over after mom died or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I do miss living out there, but it, and, uh, and it's weird because I actually said to Brittany that that's kind because of, we went through Empire. I was like, that's where we were in Thatch kind of started turning into Empire. It's where like they knew who to leave alone and who they could bother and stuff, mm-hmm. but still, you just kind of wanted it out there at the same yeah. time. Yeah, I do love Empire though. It's still home. Empire's home. It'll always be home. It's where I was raised. Where my roots planted. Old sixty four, buddy. Yeah, buddy. East sixty four. <laughs> but uh, 
I grew up everywhere around here, man. There's not very many schools that I didn't go to, at least for a little bit. Did you ever go to Door, Summerton? That's uh, that's like Door, Summerton. That's like the only area I didn't branch. Sipsy as close as I got. You, we're the great white buffalo. You was <laughs> at Sipsy? I was at Sipsy for like a year and a half, two years. You you were class of 2010, right? Yeah. So I was at Sipsy while you were in the third and fourth grade. I was there my you uh, have, uh, fifth and sixth grade. Miss Undum, or not Miss Undum, Mr. Undum or... Uh, Miss Chapel? Chapel sounds familiar. Um, I remember Miss Naramore for sure. Um, we had a new, he got there, I want to say he got there my fifth or sixth grade year, an English teacher. He was kind of big sharer, maybe? Yeah, Mr. Sharer. I do <clears throat> love it. I don't know what it had to do with history, but one, one year, because I think I had him for fifth and sixth grade. But one year, I don't remember which one it was, we whittled out wooden flutes. And he taught us how to play. That's pretty awesome. I mean, it was incredible. No, I was in a... He also hit me in the face with a red stress ball one time. <laughs> because he asked a question, and somebody said just a blatantly wrong answer. And he was like, you would have been closer saying big red stress ball. So I raised my hand real fast. Shane, I said big red stress ball. Reared back and just whopped me right in the face with it. To be fair, he should have done that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. He, he did the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> you got the right one that time. I was in, uh, you know, like J.R. Delusky, Matt Smothers. Uh, I, I know Smothers. I was in their grade. <clears throat> what year did you graduate? Oh, eight. Well, he was a year after me then. Mm-hmm. No. <clears throat> I went there. Uh, I love Sipsy. So, some people... From when I went to Sipsy or still some of my Matt Matt. I love Matt Matt to death. That's a great man. Uh Sipsy was a fun school when I was there. That's like I went to Empire because I couldn't get into Summiton after I left Southern Christian, so I had to go to Empire Junior High for a semester. Dude, like there's times where I find myself checking up on those people. Yeah. Like seeing if they're even still alive because y'all know how Empire is. Yeah. But it's like I know. That was that. I wished I would have. Like I love Southern Christian. I love the people I knew there because some of them are still my friends to this day. Yeah. But I low key wish I'd have grew up in Empire because I'm like, I could have grew up like, I grew up in private school like coddled and stuff. I get that, but I was always like, the rebel. I remember know? the craziest thing to me at Sipsy was, head start to like third or fourth grade. I think the biggest class we have was like twelve people. Yeah. In a classroom. My sixth grade year, we had 16 people in a classroom, and you like it felt like we were in a damn college lecture hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was in, just adding four or five more people to a classroom, and it felt like things had just blown absolutely. I know at one point we were thinking by the time we got to seventh and eighth grade and started playing sports, like we were going to be one of the large schools in the county. Yeah. Like we were already starting to map out having to play like Maddox and shit like that. So even going from Summit ne- Christian, never, was, got, never no, got there. Never got there. <laughs> yeah, not even no. close. So going from Summit to Empire or Summit Christian to Empire, like that didn't bother me because I was used to having like ten to fifteen kids in my class. When I got to Summit, I low key had like a panic attack. Oh, I'd imagine. I was like, so. there's like thirty, 30 of y'all yeah. in here. And they always told us like half of y'all will graduate and half of y'all probably won't. They weren't kidding because we that's had. Just, that's just how it is in areas like Which that. you know how it is every year when you go to a high school. Like, y'all are the biggest freshman class ever. Yeah. You know, 
Like they cool. told us the same thing when we got to Dora. Yeah. Well, by the end of it, they don't tell you that only like a hundred of y'all is going to survive. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I, oh, I mean, I know when we. I think when we got there, we had four hundred. I think it's four hundred eighty people in our freshman class, and I think we graduated with like two hundred sixty-five. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Dora started growing. Yeah. Out of four hundred eighty of y'all, how did I end up being best friends with you and Colby? Out of all of them. I mean, top of the class, baby. Jesus. Top and bottom. Maybe maybe not in grades, but in friendship. Yeah. Well, if we're going going top to bottom, then Colby's in the top. I don't know where he was lingering. Just to get by. I played sports, so I didn't have to go to school. I don't know if you've ever played a sport in the South, but uh, you don't don't have to do other stuff. Hey, let me tell you, golf don't matter in the South. I know. So I had to sit out for two weeks. Spoiler, no spoiler alerts here. I thought for sure our Spanish teacher was going to get fired my junior year because she talked about giving me a failing grade. Yikes. Well, as she should, you know, she, you know, she, <laughs> like, but this is a, this is a elective class. I don't know if you're aware of that. Yeah. I don't have to I'm, be here. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's right, but man, please know your place. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you right now, I've got 75 paper balls and these sombrero hats up here. I'll flip every one of these bad boys over. It, it's ass backwards, but man, you're teaching Spanish in Alabama. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, do you know, you want to challenge me on pig Latin? I guarantee I'll run circles around you. So here's the thing. So I was in Spanish one day. My phone went off. Mm-hmm. You know, this was when cell phones were not like these kids are posting TikToks. Oh, contraband. Teach. Yeah, you might as well yeah. have had meth in your pocket. Yeah. These kids are posting TikToks for teachers these days. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. But how do you anyway. even get that in there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I got a great cell phone high school story, but go ahead. So my cell phone went off in Spanish one day, and like I just sat there and like I could feel the blood rushing to my face. Like it was obvious it was mine. Mm-hmm. And so she, our Spanish teacher, same one, she walked up. She goes, I know it's you. I'm like, here, and here. So this is when your parent or, or you know, guardian or whoever was had picking you up had to come get it. So my granddad walks in. He goes, who took your phone? And I was like, my Spanish teacher. He goes, well, who's your Spanish teacher? He told, like, Miss Skolnick at the time, I need to see this teacher because I just want to talk to her and be like, how did this come up? <clears throat> so, just for the record, up. mine was a different Spanish teacher. Okay, we'll get there in, well, off air. Yeah. Don't want to <laughs> drop names. <laughs> so, he called her up, and they just start talking like friends. And I'm like, what is happening yeah. here? <laughs> like, you're not old enough to know him. What is happening? Mm-hmm. Come to find out, you turn off my road, she lived two houses over. Not surprised. Yeah. yeah. So, I was like, Okay, so she was like, yeah, his phone went off. I just had to take it away because that's my job. Well, he's like, understandable here. As soon as we walked out, he handed it to me. He goes, if there's one class to get your phone taken up in, to do it in that. That was the one? That was it. So, so I was like, okay, cool. Well, and then he explained to me how she lives right yeah. there. Like, So he knew her because they went to church together. I'm like, okay, cool. So my junior year, shocker to absolutely no one, I suck at math. <laughs> Well-known fact on yes, yeah, jar. So we <laughs> yeah, had a math Walker test. County, Walker County knows about your math skills. Exactly. So we had a math test. I had the answer key on my phone. So I slid that bad boy right into a uh, a uh, calculator, like, sleeve, Yeah. you know? 
So I got the sleeve on there. Looks Thinking like he's the first somebody to ever do exactly that. right. <laughs> like I am, I am breaking uh, ground here with the, with the way I'm cheating on this test. I got the answer key pulled up. Every once in a while, I tap my phone like I'm putting something on a calculator. Cool, let me answer that one. Yada yada yada. Make about halfway through the test, get caught. No surprise. Phone gets turned into the office. This is literally the day before prom. Mm. Our vice principal. At the time, who was it? Was a real good friend of mine's parent. Yeah. So <laughs> I go into said vice principal's Is office. Is it our best friend's It's our parent? best friend's parent. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> yep. Who eventually became full on principal. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I go into her op- their office. <laughs> I mean, he, she, they, them. Who, Listen, who I went into Miss James' office. <laughs> yeah. And I said, hey. Colby's mom. <laughs> I know what the punishment is. If your phone gets taken up, you lose it for five days. I know that. Oh, dang. We just had to have family member come pick ours up. <laughs> oh, no, no. Ours sat in her locked drawer for five days. This comes Might have been kid. three days. Previous history probably had a lot to do with you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but either way, it's the day before, or yeah, the day before prom. That does sound like a repeat offender. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. What that sounds like. Yeah. So I go in and I am just begging at this point. Like, if you will allow me to have my phone for prom tomorrow, right like I'll give it up for two weeks. And she said, okay, deal. <laughs> now I had an otter box on my phone. So I go to prom. Everything's fine. Did you put the calculator in your outer box? But even better. <laughs> Listen, even better. Finesse the hell out of this. So. Can't wait for Coley to tell his mom. <laughs> oh, I know she knows because we've talked about it. Okay. She knew when I turned it in. She didn't say she knew, but she knew. So we go to prom. Everything goes good. Weekend goes by. Monday, I roll in, and she's just standing there waiting on me to walk through the foyer at Dora. So I walked right up to her. Hand her to that otter box, had my old iPod in it. Mm. Took the iPod, stuffed a little paper towel at the top of it so that it would fit, fit properly. Gave it to her. Had some extra inches. <laughs> she hit the home button on it. We've know. all done it. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Look, measure got, from the bottom, not the top. Yeah, yeah. Got over exaggerate. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, she hits the button on it, pops up. My old iPods look like an iPhone. Yeah, at that time, definitely for yep. sure. So she took it, put it in her drawer, kept my phone on me for two weeks straight. All I did was just made sure that there was no chance I was getting caught with this damn phone because yeah. I knew that was end of the world. I wouldn't have my phone the rest of my junior year. Did you even year. go to the lengths of leaving it, just leaving it in the S10 during the day? But it, no, of course not. Kept no, that thing in my pocket. No, I'm an idiot. He just waited till we had to take a piss. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need to go to the bathroom real fast. Well, see, y'all got lucky there, though, because when y'all were in school, the iPhone came out in 2007. Guess what year I graduated? So guess what phones were when I was in school? Blackberries or flip phones? Now, I, so or razors. That's what we had. Boy, razors were so hot back in the day. I had that. Uh, you were somebody. You were, I don't remember what singular wireless phone it was. <laughs> I don't remember what singular wireless phone it was, but it was the one that had the swivel camera on it. So, like, you could, it was a flip phone. So, you could close the phone down and you could rotate the camera back and forth and you could use the little, yeah, I remember what you're talking about, screen on the front to take a picture. Yeah. 
That was like my ninth or tenth grade kick. year. No, it wasn't a sidekick. I don't. I, there's no chance. I, don't I know what phone you're it. referring to. I just don't know the name of it. Uh, but like I would sneak that bad boy out and like hold it under the desk while I know it was a uh, oh god, what's his name? Keaton, Coach Keaton. But like he'd be writing. Like he would literally put the answer key, or not the answer key, but like the answers to a test up on the side of the board. I'd snap a picture of it on that thing, slide it back in my pocket, and then when the test would roll around, yep. here we go. But what screwed me on the iPhone situation was after my two weeks were up, I'd forgot I'd even gave her the thing. Yeah. So, like, she comes to me and was like, hey, do you want to get your... Because it's been, like, two weeks and some days now. And she's like, hey, do you want your phone back? <laughs> Did she hit you with it just like that? Oh yeah, like Miss James. I know. Ms. Yeah, Miss James is bumping Shane's playlist. Oh this whole yeah. Time. <laughs> to my credit, I hit her with a. Did you charge it for me? <laughs> <laughs> you tried. You tried. Got to sell it. You know, had to sell it somehow. But we later had a discussion about it, just like we've later had a discussion about some alleged allegations that may have happened at a graduation that yeah. might have involved. A certain party. Buddy, no. When when she saw who was standing on the opposite side of everybody else and left after that happened, <laughs> she knew. Including her own son, I may add. <laughs> yeah, you guys done me no favors there. <laughs> you took off, we left. <laughs> is, that, is that an offline story? No, I'll no, tell you, it's, it's the easiest 200 bucks. Yeah, it's, over, it's over 10 years ago. It's now. the easiest 200 bucks I've ever made. So my little cousin was graduating. 12? 2012. Yeah two years after me and I was over at their house. Her grandparents are pretty well off. So she's pretty well off. She's like, Shane, I'll give you $200 if you moon everybody at our graduation. And then Shane brings this proposal to our table. Yep. So I said, Hey boys, here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I got a buddy's got a Nacho Libre mask. No, Spider-Man. It's a Spider-Man, but it was yep. Nacho Libre. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't just like a full like spandex Spider-Man. It was Spider-Man. Not well, your Libre luchador. style. It was a Luchador. Lu- yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Luchador, that's the word yeah. I was looking for. Not your Libre, that's the movie. Yeah, that's yeah. the Jack Black movie. Yeah, yeah. Where he's a Luchador. Yep. <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> Top-notch movie. Yeah. I got this computer in front of me. You'd think I'd use it. No chance. <laughs> Shane thinks he's going to be Jamie. We got Shaney, but yeah, nah, he ain't nah, doing nah. shit now. Uh, so I hit up Matt, and I'm like, hey, can I borrow this mask? Absolutely. So I throw that bad boy on. Small black spandex. I don't know why it's the middle of the damn day. Run in, or we're at graduation. Everybody's like trickling out. They're starting to call people's names. Run around to the field house, get into my get up. I got a getaway driver. I don't know if you're familiar with Dora High School too much, but it connects through the wood line down to the driving range at the golf course. Mm -hmm. So that's where we park. Yep. I haul ass into the bathroom. Waiting on this guy. Throw my shit on. Well, one of us was. (laughs) Run out, drop trowel. Pull trail and just f-ing take off for the woods. So at roughly 6 p.m. sometime in 2012, there's a man in a luchador Spider-Man mask <laughs> and all black spandex running full fucking spit, full freaking speed. I'm gonna have to make a lot of cuts on this one. <laughs> I, I think that's my second one. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I've dropped a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> we're we're about to end it, so we're but, cool. Through the woods of Dora down to the driving range. 
What blows my mind the most about this story is how big of a deal it is mooning. I don't think I grew up with anybody who hasn't seen my ass. Like, I have mooned <laughs> everybody. Well, the fact was, like, thousands of people saw Shane's. Oh, yeah. oh, I guarantee I mean, you more than that have seen mine. Like, I showed my ass any chance I got a chance. Oh, listen, but if you came to the Walmart parking lot any time <laughs> between 2008 and 2010, roughly, you've seen every part of me. Yeah. And I, I do mean... Or Beer Ball Hill. Every. I, well, I would drop... I dry, I take my damn pants off and just sit in the back of a truck. Yeah. Funny story. I straight up drive by moon to my mom at a gas station one time. I was riding with a friend, <laughs> and my mom had just, which he's he's my stepfather now, but at the time they were just barely dating. Mm-hmm. And uh, I noticed my mom's car from a mile away. It was five point. It was still Texaco at five points before it was Spirit Mart. And I noticed my mom's car, and I was like, "Hey, go through the parking lot." I was like, "If we see if we see my mom, I'm on mooner." And I'll be damned if as soon as we pull in, my mama ain't opening the door and walking out. And I, <laughs> I scream, Mama! Bow. And as soon as she looked up, my ass is out the passenger seat. <laughs> we're going every bit of 50 through the parking lot. <laughs> like, we don't even stop and just get right back on. And, like, I didn't know it at the time, but apparently my stepfather came out and said, Did you just say your son? Say, yeah. <laughs> like, my mom, my mom was mad, but she wasn't as mad because it's about the millionth time yeah. that she's seen my But for him, it was brand new. <laughs> But yeah, a lot of fire stories and Walmart parking lot stories of Shane's extremities. So there's that. Oh man, good old Walker County. You get that on them big jobs. Funny story. I for, I forgot to mention it earlier, but you brought up prom earlier. Fun yeah. fact that a lot of people, unless you like grew up with me, I was actually Curry's 08 prom king. Nice. Hell yeah, that a boy. Look at you. To, to a prom that I was not gonna go to. <laughs> Uh, we had uh, been awkward. We we had a uh, an exchange student from Mexico, Hernan, great guy, awesome, awesome, awesome guy, and uh, the final votes, to my knowledge, was between me, him, and I think another person, and I was telling people vote for him because I wasn't gonna go. Yeah, like I grew up poor and like I knew how much tuxedo costs. I was like, I'm gonna save my mom some money and I'm just not gonna go to prom, and uh, I went home. And uh, I told my mom, I was like, don't worry about spending all that money. I, I don't plan on going to prom. I wanted. My mom cussed me out. I got two older brothers, and both of them got kicked out of school before they made it to prom. So I was my mama's first kid to make it to prom. <laughs> yeah. And last thing I was going to do was deny her prom pictures for her baby. Like, my mom has never cussed me out except for me telling her I wasn't going to go to prom. Yeah. And uh, so I called Erica Schubert, which has been on this show a couple of times. Oh, she... And I was like, hey, uh, apparently I'm going to prom. And she was like, oh, good, you can go with Rihanna. She don't have a date. And that's how I got a prom date was telling my friends, like, hey, I guess I'm going to prom now. Yeah. And uh, I ended up winning prom king and was also the drunkest prom king that Curry has ever had. (laughs) Because me, um, has has Joey Hunt been on the show? No. Joey Hunt, me, Joey Hunt. And a couple other people had about three or four Gatorade bottles slapped full of moonshine. And we were riding in a, like, we spent all our money on alcohol. We literally had, like, an 89 Buick <laughs> fucking limo for prom. Nice. And uh, we were, it was bad. It was, like, we got there, and uh, they had already kicked somebody out for smelling like alcohol. And as soon as I walk in the door, my mama grabs me and throws me in a corner, and it's like, feeding me search breath mints like forcing them down my throat she's like you're not getting kicked out of here blah, blah, blah. Like, and i'm just like i love you <laughs> thank, thank you you're going to prom boy and i walked in and uh we had a we had a teacher that 
he knew who the who the drinking students were and who they wasn't. And he saw me and like I could look in his eyes and tell that he knew that I was gone. And I just smiled. I was like, "How you doing, buddy?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was like, "Just make it through the night, man. <laughs> just make it through. <laughs> Don't throw up out here. When you got a teacher telling you, just make it through the night, man. Like they knew, like your prom king. Don't mess this up." <laughs> It was a good night. <sighs> Why you bring up them private schools? Hey, Sony Christian got down. Oh, Sony Christian had a damn good prom. <laughs> I knew about weed before I left Sony Christian. <laughs> Which shouldn't have been the case because I left Sony Christian in sixth grade. <laughs> I know I went with Cortland, obviously, our senior year. And our limo ride over there wasn't nothing extravagant. I mean, it was a nice limo. But, like, as far as festivities, there wasn't nothing too, too crazy going no, on there. We walk in, we do the pictures, dance a little bit. (laughs) I walked into the bathroom. I mean, it was like I'd walked into a damn liquor store somewhere. I mean, they had just lined up on the bathroom counter in there. I was like, this what? Just start taking shots. Yeah. Okay. All right. And all to be that age, it didn't matter what you mix, what you drink, no. what it tastes like. You could drink it all. Exactly. Wake up tomorrow and go right back to school like you didn't just get hammered. Throw some in her Mountain Dew bottle and have... Time of your life next day. But, folks, hey, guess what? Passing jars back. Here's the thing. We do have uh, some, if you're still here, and you should be, because it's been a fun episode. There's a little piece of news we got to break to y'all. We don't know when and we don't know how, but Shane is moving to part-time. There may be some interviews he's here for. But the way we're structuring past the jar now is where we have episodes like this, where we have just like a friend in to chit chat and not have like a straight up interview. Shane will guaranteed to be here for those. Now, when it's the interviews, this is pending Shane's schedule. Shane, instead of just constantly rescheduling and telling people, you know, hey, how about we move it to here, here, here? We just do it without him. He's given us his blessing to do this. But. The episodes like this where we don't interview because we didn't interview Sterling. We, he's just here. Just hanging mm-hmm. out. Yeah. You're just chit-chatting. Let's have a g- good, fun conversation. This is the part where we're moving over from Jukebox Junkies where we can talk about whatever we want to. Shane will be here for that, for the interviews. So if you don't hear Shane, nah, Shane wasn't here. But if Shane's here, Shane's here. So... We're just giving him this freedom to provide for his family, do what he needs to do. But at the end of the day, pass the jars back. I'm here nonstop providing you guys with Walker County love and whatever's going on in the world that we want to talk about. So, folks, start first off, Sterling, thank you for coming in. Thank you for sharing, yeah. liking, and being a ride or die for us, dude. Like, every time we do something, you are you – are, interacting with our posts, uh, talking to us about the episodes, everything. We we appreciate you. You are hands down outside of my dad and wives. You're By far one the most fan. loyal, yeah. Yeah, you're a ride or die fan. Uh, Erica Schubert might fight you over that because she loves us too. But, you she's, know. She's been one of my best <laughs> friends for a long time, so it, it's understandable. <laughs> Either way, we appreciate you coming over, hanging out, and, uh, you know, Having a chit chat with us this definitely won't be the last time. We can guarantee you that, dude. We appreciate you coming. Uh, how's your first passenger experience? I love it. It's been great. Uh, he yeah. walked in, looked around, I was like, "Welcome to the Thunderdome." 
It is what it is. I like the I like the atmosphere. I had a good time. Yeah, that's all we're see. That's like everybody comes in. It's like I was nervous at first. I sat down. You know, had a good time. So that's what we're all about here. Because we, you know, knowing you're about to be broadcasted to yeah. hundreds and thousands of people is like the interwebs. Yeah, the internets. That's a that's what it's about. But dude, we appreciate you coming. First sure. off, thank you for your time. Uh, I know you're sleepy. Probably got kids to get to. I don't sleep. Yeah, yeah. Well, we talked about that. Yeah. that. We'll handle that one day. <laughs> Shane. Yes, sir. How's it feel to be back in the saddle, bud? Oh, man. Feels like home. I know the first interview I do without you, I'm going to be like a lost puppy. <laughs> but I'm proud. Like, I'm, I'm glad you got things going for you in life. Well, hopefully it won't be. Hopefully it'll be few and far between. It's going to be so weird just things staying on subject for you. Yeah. Not, not taking a left turn. <laughs> Dude, like, my, like these interviews are going to be like, an hour long, and I'm like, all right, where's my I don't know train? what to do with my time. And when he kicks open the, the door and the Stone Cold music starts playing, <laughs> I'm like, okay, there he is. Like, he could tell me one day he's not coming, but he's going to show up. Yeah. It better be Stone Cold that you kick the door open to. Oh, Always. for sure. Always. That's going to be shame. If I don't hear that glass shatter on the episode, <laughs> I'm going to be upset. But, you know, for sure he'll be here for our first interview back with James Phillips. Uh we're extremely looking forward to that one. Sterling, like I said, dude, thanks for coming on. Hey, Shane, how's this thing go? If that jar's not empty, pass that thing around. Love your neighbor. Talk to someone different than you. Pass the jar is back, baby. And we'll see you next time on Pass the Jar. Bow, bow.